Well, 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 welcome to another episode of the Fearless Parody Podcast Show. You know, parody doesn't come with a manual. It either does parody a child, preteen, or teenager. In fact, parody is very scary. It can cause every parent out there to be fearful, me included. The goal, the purpose of this podcast is to provide you with information and resources that help you overcome family life struggles difficulties and challenges and to be able to parent fearlessly. So every week we provide information and resources to help grow your parental leadership while growing the leadership of your child, preteen, or teenager. In short, we are here to help you and your children become the best versions of yourselves. So get ready and dive right in to today's episode. Well, hello, moms, dads, parents, and guardians. We're back, and my guest today is Nathaniel A. Turner. Nate is an author and a TED speaker. He's also an author of several books, including the children's book series, The Amazing World of STEM, and his history-making book, Raising Superman. So without any further ado, here's Mr. Nate Turner. Nate, Thank you for being on my podcast and, and bringing your experience and, and your thoughts to my parents and guardians. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm happy to be here. So the first thing I want you to do, because I read about your bio, I know a little bit about you, but right. I want my parents and guardians to know about okay. Nate Turner. So Nate, tell us a little bit about your family, your life, your, your uh, speaking, your book. How about sure. all this to know you a little bit? Sure. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a native of Gary, Indiana. Um, was born uh, there in 1965. So I'm a, a child who, and I think my upbringing has a lot to do with who I am today. I was born right at the tail end of the civil rights struggle. Um, just after um, Malcolm's death, before King's death in the city with the first African-American male in the city was predominantly black. There was about 97 percent. So um, who I am was formed a great deal by that city and those folks. Um, I left there in 83 and went to college in, in Indianapolis, Butler University. Later on, went to law school at Valpo, and gra- uh, graduate school there as well. I am a, as I tell people, I'm a father and husband of one. And I have one wife and one son. If those relationships don't work out, I'm done. So um, <laughs> that, that is it for 25 years. I've practiced as a financial advisor. I've had my own, my own business for that period of time. And But the, the last and perhaps what makes what brings me onto your show today is for the last 27 years, I've been the father of who I believe to be one of the most exceptional humans on the planet. And, and through my journey with him, I've learned a lot of things that, that I've been able to share with other families. Well, good. And, and I look forward to having you share that with my audience because, Nate, I'm a big believer that we don't have to parent alone. Uh, there are people that have been through ups and downs. They've, they've uh, climbed over hurdles. They, they've uh, forged ways through uh, difficult paths. And we can learn from them or we could go through all that pain ourselves and, and, and uh, not end up where we want to be. And, and I think we need to take advantage of some of the experience that other people have. 
uh, and, and, and to that end, I, I guess that's why you you've written the books that you have written. Yes, sir. I think you, what you said, if I can, I, I agree with that 100%. I like him being a parent, a new parent to being a soldier. And um, this is maybe not the best way to explain it, but I think it's a good way. If I, if you and I were sent out into the trenches and someone told you that there was a minefield, you would be wise to take the advice of the person who would tell you where all the pitfalls and minefields were. Parents are an interesting parents are an interesting lot. We like to believe that the experiences that somebody else had, we don't need them, and it's an unfortunate, very, very, very much a experience of hubris. I, I tell parents all the time, it's it, it's an interesting thing. I'm a father who, who along with with my wife, raised a son who, when it came time for college, was done at 16. It was spoke four languages, was admitted to 27 America's top engineering schools, chose instead to go. And chased his dream of playing professional soccer, and he moved to Brazil. And today he's a in his fifth year of his PhD at Carnegie Mellon. And I wow. tell people all the time, yeah, that if if my name was Williams and I had a tennis racket and tennis balls, y'all would follow me to the tennis court, and you would just sit and listen to the instructions I would give you. But as a father, if I say to you, I can help you help your child academically, help your child socially, and so forth, you would say, no, why do I need to listen to you? And it's sort of the, the silliest thing to your point. There are people who have figured it out, who've done a really good job of it. And I don't understand why we continue to parent like with this idea that there's no manual when, in fact, there's a lot of people available to give you instruction or coaching that can help you to help your child. You know, I you, you're going to make me correct myself, Nate, because a lot of times in a lot of shows I said there there's no manual that uh, that kids come with when they're bored and, and there's mm-hmm. not, but sure. I will correct myself to this point that there are living manuals out there in terms of people like yourself mm-hmm. who have gone through things and, and, mm-hmm. that, and point things out. I mean, who in the business world doesn't want a mentor, particularly in the field that you're in, that can help you navigate through things to enhance your career. To mm-hmm. the point is, why wouldn't you want to have a, <laughs> a successful parent who have gone through some of the things that can help you navigate those same things? And sure, there are going to be some differences. Your Absolutely. kid is unique. You're unique. But there are certain things that yes. all parents go through. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting thing. I was uh, meeting with a gentleman the other day was helping us with some marketing material. And I asked him, I said, you know, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. You have any children? He said, yes. And and I said, if you can't tell yourself on why you should work with me, then you can't tell me on why I should work with you. Um, and that, you know, that's kind of my experience, again, with, with parents. There, There is a, so, so allegedly no manual. But to your point, there are lots of people who've done a lot of, who figured it out, who figured some things out and we would, we would be foolish not to use them. And I would say, moreover, who would, who would accept a career for 18 to 21 years and never get any training and then would always, and would continue to mess up along the way and say, you know, there's no manual. Like what occupation would any of us engage in except the only one we do like that is parenting. 
and, and we just need to step beyond. And moms and dads, parents and guardians, we're, we're not trying to be negative on anybody, okay? Because the voice you're listening to right now is the voice of imperfection, all right? I'm not perfect by any means. Right. If well, you talk to my wife, you talk to my kids, they, they raise his head. You can't see it here on the audio. He raises his head. You ask his wife, you ask his son, they're going to tell you that he's imperfect and that I'm imperfect. So we're not trying to come to you as know-it-all perfect people. But what we're telling you is uh, because we've fallen down and gotten back up and learned from falling down, that's called experience. Right. And we're just trying to encourage you that there are good people out there that that are full of experience, positive experience, well, good experience that can help you be the best version of yourself. And that's what we want to try to help you be. That's why Nate's here today. He simply wants to help you become the yep. best version of yourself as a parent. And so, yes, Nate, let me ask you, um, if, if there was one thing that, that might be the most important thing that a parent can do regarding their child, what what would that be? What immediately comes to mind? The, the, the first thing that comes to mind to me is to think about who you want your child to be when, when your child's life is over. Mm. I, I believe in living by backward design, which is to say, I like to start with the end in mind. We don't know when, when the end is going to come. We always say, you know, that tomorrow's not promised. And yet most of us live as though tomorrow is guaranteed. And what I'd like to do is say, if tomorrow were not to show up, am I today then the person that I'd be okay with history recording me as forever? That That is profound to start with the end in mind. And we hear this in the business world when you're planning and making goals and planning out days to start with the end in mind. Mm-hmm. Why shouldn't we start with the end in mind with our children, Nate? I've been told by parents that that seems too complicated, that it seems daunting to say to start with the end in mind, but I don't know what else to do. And I think um, if you're talking about, I won't even pick any races of kids. I would just say, I think that most parents, having not given a lot of thought to what it is that their hopes and dreams are for their children, then asking you to think about what's in the end, what might be in the end, Seems like too much. So for some people, I just say, hey, can you just write down what your most audacious hopes and dreams are for your child? And then we can work backwards from there. And then if, as if you were creating a Wikipedia page, if you might, and instead you said, hey, when my time was, is up, I like, you know, you talked about a doctorate degree. And so before we're done, I'm going to convince you that you're going to get it. <laughs> That master's degree was some work. It was some good work. Some of the best work I've ever done. I enjoyed my time uh, going to Gonzaga University. Okay. It was a life-changing experience. No, I'm, sure. Okay. I'm sure. I'm sure. So so if you were to do that and you say, hey, well, Nate, I'm thinking about it. when I'm done, I would like to have a doctor's degree. Well, then we would we will be working on a process to make sure that that was a reality as, as assuming we got you had enough time to complete it. But if not, at the very least, we could we could at least start the things necessary to, to move in that direction. I, mean, I think that's one of the things you have to ask parents is what are your hopes and dreams for your children? And then ask them to you know write those things down and um, you know, and be I'm mindful of them. Because uh, I think journaling is powerful. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I keep a prayer journal and, and you could go back to that. 
but you can as a parent, you can keep a parenting journal so that when times get tough, yep, they and will you go back and you look at those wins. Mm-hmm. I you know, and, and I have that in my uh, you know, I, I have a parody book, and that's one of the things I talk about is the importance of journaling. But I want to hear from you uh, about the parent, the necessity for a parent to envision uh, the things that could happen with their child, and, and, and talk to us about journaling, particularly as the chief role model of our children. So I, so you mentioned journaling. I journal every day. But I journal a little bit differently than 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 most people journal. I I do what's called journaling forward. I, I stop journaling about the things that happened in my past. Now I, I do keep a record of it to your point of keeping wins. Um I started that with my son years ago. We called it his brain. And so we would write what we call the brain because what I what I'm what I'm mindful of is that when things don't go well, we have a short memory of all the things that have gone that have gone well. So mm-hmm. I thought, well, let's write in this brain so you can look back and see all the things that you've accomplished. And so he had this document called the Academic and Extracurricular Abstract. And we would then look back for a child because children, right, they certainly live in a moment more than than anybody else. And they live in a bad moment when they have a bad moment. So we'd have a, we would just keep a list of all of his wins to your to your point. But each day I write in a journal and I write my life forward. So. Uh, as the word says, as a person thinketh in their heart, so are they. Each morning for the first 14 minutes, I think about my life emoting from my heart what I'd like it to be. And I write that. So I'm not journaling about something happened in the past. I'm not journaling about my frustrations with someone. I'm not even journaling about a good day I had yesterday because the past is is just that. It's gone. I journal about what I hope the the future promises for me. Well, I tell you, I in my prayer journal I do that, but I think I'm gonna put I'm gonna put a little tweak on that. Because <laughs> you know, we can always do brother, brother. We can yes, always sir. do brother. Absolutely. And we're sitting here talking about learning from other people. And so I, I would step out and, and say I'm gonna do a little bit, do a little bit of learning here, and and, uh, and, and make sure that I am praying for not not only giving God the glory for the wins that have occurred in the past. But and uh, praying about the present, but praying about the future and, and, and giving him the glory for the things that he is going to do and, and uh, proceed out of that. So I want to thank you for that. Okay. So maybe I got me to the doctorate thing. <laughs> but you had an effect on, on, on my prayer life here, brother, already. So, hey, they. Tell my parents and guardians where they can find you and where they can find your book. Sure. The books that can be found everywhere, books are so Amazon, Apple Books, um, Kobo, Barnes & Noble. Many of the independent bookstores carry our books. Um, Where they can find me simply, I mean, I have a small social media presence. I'd say the easiest place to find me is you can find me on the web as um, Nathaniel, N-A-T-H-A-N-I-E-L-A, as in Apple, Turner, T-U-R-N-E-R.com. Okay. And moms and dads, the podcast description, the all-important podcast description, you're going to find links, okay, to Nate's website. You're also going to find links to his book. So please check that out. 
As always, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast so that we can reach as many people as possible. Uh, The more of you that subscribe, the greater reach we will have and the more parents we can help become the best version of themselves. So that's it for this episode. We're going to have Nate back again for another episode. So until that time, moms, dads, parents, and guardians, God bless. Well, that concludes another awesome episode. Please, please check out the podcast description where you'll find links to family and parenting resources. And I want to thank you, moms, dads, and guardians, for listening to today's Fearless Parenting Podcast. I truly hope you enjoyed today's show and that it added value to you and your family. And I want to leave you with something that was once said by two-time Nobel Prize recipient Marie Curie, who once said that nothing in life is to be feared. It's only to be understood. Now is the time to understand more so that we may fear less. That is why we have this show, to help you understand more about parenting so that you can fear less. So I want to challenge you, like I always do, to go forth and fearlessly parent. God bless.